0: the fuzzy Mike presents this week in sports two goats retired from their respective sports in consecutive weeks this week before his final run at the beijing olympics the flying tomato announced that this would be the last competition of his career sean white hung up his highly decorated snowboard after his third and final trip down the Olympic halfpipe. Sean White's final competition. Will we see him on the medal stand? Huge 1440 to open up.
1: Will he combo it into another? He does. Oh, and clips the wall,
0: unfortunately for Sean White. But what a run he has had. Hats off to Sean White, an incredible influence on snowboarding for years what he has done for the ability level. He's contributed to the skills of every rider that is in this competition here this evening. With grace and class, Sean White comes into the corral for the final time. To me, even more amazing than the groundbreaking triple court that helped 23-year-old Japanese border Hirano Ayumu land the gold, was the fact that Sean White, at 35, and over double the age of the youngest competitor, still ended up placing fourth and just off the medal podium. To equate this in relatable terms, this is the age equivalent of a 60-year-old suiting up at running back and playing in the Super Bowl. Okay, that maybe could have happened in a few years in Tampa, but last week... Any thought of that ended when the NFL's GOAT stepped down. This comes after 22 seasons, seven-time Super Bowl champion and longtime veteran quarterback Tom Brady is officially retiring. As had already been reported, Tom Brady did announce his retirement after 22 seasons. And, as with most everything involving TB12, the announcement didn't come without scrutiny. Many people were quick to point out that in his lengthy Instagram post announcing his retirement... Brady didn't mention his former team, nor anyone involved with the organization known as the New England Patriots, the team whose colors he wore for 20 years. First of all, people, if it doesn't directly affect you, leave it alone. Now, having said that, you may be scratching your head as to why I'm not leaving it alone. Well, this does directly affect me. You see, I'm pissed at Brady's announcement. Not only did he not recognize his old team, which I can forgive him for that, you know who else he failed to mention? Me! I watched Tom Brady during those 20 years in New England when I'd turn on the TV on a Sunday during the season and either CBS, ESPN, Fox, or NBC, those are in alphabetical order, by the way, was showing a Patriots game, I'd watch it. So let's do a mathematical deep dive here. The average time for a football game on TV is roughly three hours. Brady played in a total of 326 games for New England. That's roughly 978 hours of TV time, which divided by 24 hours in a day means that I gave Tom Brady nearly 41 days of my life. Where's my thanks, Tom? (sighs) In other football news, Washington Commander's defensive tackle, oh yeah, that's right, Washington football team, They revealed their name. They will now be known as the Washington Commanders. Anyway, the Washington Commanders defensive tackle Jonathan Allen has apologized for a since-deleted tweet in which he said, Adolf Hitler was one of three people, living or dead, with whom he'd like to have dinner. (gasps) Allen, who has been Washington's nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award for two consecutive years, had told his nearly 68,000 Twitter followers to, quote, ask me anything, end quote. One of them asked which three people, dead or alive, would he want to have at the dinner table? Allen responded by saying his granddad, Hitler, and Michael Jackson. When asked to explain Hitler, he said in a tweet also since deleted, quote, ''He's a military genius and I love military tactics, but honestly, I would want to pick his brain as to why he did what he did. I'm also assuming that the people I've chosen have to answer all my questions honestly.'' end quote. When pressed on his dinner choice following the initial tweet, Allen said he was merely saying why it would be interesting to speak with Hitler and not giving him, quote, props. Okay, look, two things. You don't get a single Walter Payton Man of the Year nomination if you aren't generous and have a heart as big as a bicep. And Allen has back-to-back nods, so the guy does not have a character issue. Next, this is his list. I give Alan props for answering it as honestly as he did. I do have to ask, though, does anyone else find it strange that of the billions and billions and billions of people who have walked the earth, Jonathan Allen wishes he could dine with a genocidal maniac and a pedophile? Again, like I said, this is his list. Who am I to judge? I'm just thinking there are plenty of less nauseating and evil people to share a table with, but again, his list. On a personal note, this whole thing is kind of weird that it's a news story because the other day, even before I read this, I was thinking about Hitler. Has there been a kid born after 1945 whose parents named him Adolf? I don't care if it's a family name or not. You can't saddle a kid with that this day and age. Mom? Yes, Elijah? Mom, can Adolf come over and play? He wants to show me his new train set. Hmm, I don't know if that's such a good idea. Maybe you could find another friend, someone who doesn't share the same name as the most evil person of an entire century. How's that sound, Pumpkin? That was just something I was thinking about. Now, I do disagree with Alan that Hitler was a military genius. Here's the late, great, and my favorite comedian of all time, Norm MacDonald, making my point for me.
1: There is one country that worries me though, not Iraq, not Iran, not North Korea. The only country that really worries me is uh, the country of Germany. I don't know if you guys are history buffs or not, but uh... (Laughter In the early uh, part of the previous century, Germany decided to go to war, And uh, who did they go to war with? The world.) <laughs> Never been tried before, and uh, so you figure that would take about five seconds for the world to win. But uh, no, it was actually close. <laughs> then about then about thirty years pass, and uh, Germany decides again to go to war, and again it chooses as its enemy the world. And this time they have that guy, scrankly, crankly. that guy. I'm not even going to dignify him by saying his name, but I think, mean, you know, what I'm done.
0: A military genius, as Allen claims Hitler to have been, doesn't do the exact same thing to the exact same foe with the exact same result. That's not a genius. That's a copycat. But this whole hullabaloo got me thinking about the three people, living or dead, with whom I'd want to have dinner. I can really only come up with two definitive people for my list. I mean, there are people I'd like to have a conversation with, but I don't know if I'd want to spend an entire meal with them. I think it would be cool to talk to any living president, but not over a rack of lamb and some scalloped potatoes. And regardless of your disdain for Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, or Biden, I would have put Carter in there, but who the hell hates Jimmy Carter now? He's a saint. Anyway, regardless, they did at one time hold the highest office in our country, And it's exciting to meet a former president. How do I know this? Because I met George H.W. Bush once. I was running the Houston Marathon, and while he was healthy, always, along with his Secret Service personnel, would sit at mile 19 and pass out pretzels to the runners and take photos if someone wanted one. I stopped one year, was having a horrible race, and I got to shake his hand and ask him, Mr. President, what kind of socks are you wearing today? He smiled and said, let's see. He tugged at his pants just above his knee to reveal the socks. Now for the life of me, I don't recall what was on them, but they were blue. I do remember that. I thanked him for leading our country, to which he replied it was my honor, and off I ran. It was pretty damn cool, but I didn't need to have dinner with him. So I took this hypothetical more like, who could I tolerate that long at dinner? Which, I'm pretty sure, is why my list is only two people. First, is the guy I try to emulate in life every day. Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Yes, 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 he had his faults. We all do. But there is no denying his strength and courage to lead, his desire to make the world a safer place. Ironically, one of the men responsible for the defeat of the very person who started this topic and his profound oratorial skills. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight in France. We shall fight on the seas and
1: oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the
0: cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. All traits of his that I'd love to have even a smidgen of the degree that he had. Churchill never asked anything of anyone that he hadn't already done or wasn't willing to do himself. That is a leader. He was despised by many in his own country. I can't even imagine what would have been written about him had social media existed then. But (laughs) he was so quick-witted, resolute in his beliefs, determined and self-assured, that his responses would have been a blast to read. So not only would the conversation be incredible at this dinner with the former UK Prime Minister, but Winston Churchill was legendary for not only his ability to drink, but his sophisticated palate too. Oh, I guarantee the wine and whiskey would have been impeccable at this dinner. Man, what a time that would have been. My other hypothetical supper predilection I think just proves my status as a true renaissance man. There isn't another person on this planet who could, in the same breath, reveal their desire to break bread with Sir Winston Churchill and then unveil... Miley Cyrus is the only other person on their fictitious list of dinner aspirations. Wait, did, did he just say Winston Churchill and Miley Cyrus together in the same sentence? The boy ain't right. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Personally, I think Miley Cyrus is the most talented female singer on the planet. <laughs> hey, Cloyd, what about Adele? Or uh, Ariana Grande. Maybe a little Celine Dion. Martina McBride. or Now hold on. Hear what I said. I said most talented. I didn't say the best. Although, for my ears, she is. What I mean by most talented is a comment on her versatility. She can sing any style. And kill it. This is an artist who can make the climb. Then come in like a wrecking ball to party in the USA until she becomes a zombie with a heart of glass under the midnight sky to remind us that nothing else matters. Hmm, I wonder what that would sound like.
1: It's the cloud.
0: I truly just love listening to her voice. So, uh, just her uh, voice, huh, Klein? Look, it is her voice, primarily. Like, if I were to make a Miley Cyrus pie chart for the breakdown of what I like most about her, voice would be 34% of it. Her appearance would be 33%, and her gives zero Fs attitude would be 33%. So see, voice is clearly what I like most about her. Here's the deal, though. I already know how a dinner with Miley Cyrus would go for both of us. I know this because in Houston, for her bangers tour, we had tickets. And we had an inside track to meeting her. But I didn't want this to happen.
1: Ew! You can't talk to Stan, Wendy. He throws up when you do. But why, Stan? Ew!
0: So we gave the tickets away. Seriously. If Miley and I were to dine together, and I've clearly thought about this, here's what it would sound like. Oh. He, he, you, you remember when you went to Japan and uh and at the airport they arrested you because you had some pot and man all the papers and everything.
1: Well, to be honest, Chris, I'd kinda like to forget all that. <laughs> it's so stupid. What a dumb
0: question. So there's my list. Only two people with an open third slot. Hmm. Maybe Tom Brady would have been that third person... had he mentioned me in his retirement announcement. But, well, we know how that went. But wait, with Brady's clean diet, the food would have probably sucked. So yeah, I'm glad he didn't make my list. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to make a cardboard cut out of Miley. Set it across the table from me, light some candles and put on plastic hearts in its entirety and pretend like dreams do come true. This has been The Week in Sports.